9.08 in the a.m. The 13th day of the 12th month in the year of our Lord 2023. Oh my God, it's Wednesday the 13th. The evil hump day. (gasps) That means we're not supposed to have sex today. Otherwise, it'll bring bad luck. Right? Or, Or is it you have to have sex today to avoid bad luck? I can't remember. How Wednesday the 13th works. Scraping the bottom of the barrel for you this morning. Not a whole lot going on in the news to to piss me off. So I don't have anything to rant against this Wake and Bake Wednesday. Smoke them if you got them. Welcome to the show where we remember the forgotten generation through music and movies and memorabilia. We are going to start today in 1980, don't have a whole lot of info on 80. That's the beginning of time, pre-internet years. Then we will time slip to 1992, back to 87, 81, 99, and end in 1993. Strap in, hold on. The train is leaving the station. Start the show, Professor. I am... S.K. Mishra, and I welcome you to the Sharp Career. Slacker. S-L-A-C-K-E-R. Slacker. My friend is a slacker. A slacker is a person who habitually avoids work or lacks work ethic. The term slacker dates back to about 1790 or 1898. In the early to mid-20th century, Sudanese laborers protested their relative powerlessness by working lethargically, a form of protest known as slacking. Slacker became widely used in the 1990s to refer to a subset of apathetic youth who were cynical and uninterested in political or social causes, and as a stereotype for members of Generation X. Coming out of college with a degree doesn't matter. No one can find work. I applied for every single opening in my field, but there's just, there's nothing. Times are hard. You just gonna have to swallow your pride. For Gen Xers, the new reality sees the birth of McJobs and the death of traditional careers. White collar workers are hit the hardest this time. The stereotype of the slacker is born. The whole idea of us being pegged as slackers, I think, came out of the fact that we couldn't get jobs. I'd like to change that to somebody who's not doing what's expected of them. Somebody who's trying to live an interesting life, doing what they want to do. And if that takes time to find, so be it. That's kind of what Gen X was. A bunch of us kind of going like, well, maybe there's like a back door in this bitch. All sorts of independent film, independent music, alternative ways of working. That doesn't make you a slacker. It actually makes you the opposite. I'm doing the work. I'm baby-stepping. I'm not a slacker. Can I go now, Mr. Strickland? Show your Gen X slacker pride with some Gen X slacker show gear. Just follow the bit.ly links in the description below. Long sleeve, short sleeve tees, hoodies, hats, and of course the ever popular sticker. All the kids like stickers. Hey yo, it is me, CD, the Gen X slacker. Welcome to Wake and Bake Wednesday. I decided to create a Gen X train. 
All aboard. So, oops, sorry, I didn't mean to hit the microphone there with my hand. I'm talking with my hands. <laughs> you can't see me. I don't know why I'm doing that. Um, all you got to do is like, share, and make sure you follow me. In the beginning, that's going to be everybody, pretty much everybody uh, that sees this is probably going to be already a follower of me and the show. And if you do like, share, and are a follower, then I'll just put you on the next train. So we'll do this every morning. I'll throw up this graphic, and uh, we'll see if we can't gather some moss and get some of the Gen Xers together here, band together so that they will not forget us, the forgotten generation. Starting off this week in 1980, not a lot of information. I'm using the IMDb Pro uh, charts here for music charts. And it says the number one movie this week in 1980 was Raging Bull. But it only grossed $106,901. So that sounds a little fishy. Because last week the number one movie did a lot better than that. So we might be missing some data here. The Bronx Bull. The Raging Bull. Let's hear for the great Jake LaMotta, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'm the best. I can take them more than anybody. You're dead. You're married. Leave the young girls for me. There's no way I'm going down. I don't go down for nobody. Robert De Niro, a Martin Scorsese picture. Happy birthday, Gen Xer, Jamie Foxx. Eric Marlon Bishop, born December 13th, 1967, known professionally as Jamie Foxx, gained his career breakthrough as a featured player in the sketch comedy show In Living Color. Following that success, he was given his own sitcom, The Jamie Foxx Show, in which he obviously starred. He's been in movies Booty Call, Ali, Jarhead, Dreamgirls, Miami Vice, Horrible Bosses, Django Unchained, Annie, Baby Driver, and Soul. He also played the supervillain Electro in The Amazing Spider-Man 2 and Spider-Man No Way Home. Happy birthday, Jamie Foxx. Let's take a look at the music charts. In 1980, we only had one, just the top 40. Everybody was a mainstream person back in 1980. There was no mainstream rock even. There was no variation. It was all top 40. And Kenny Rogers was king. 
The fifth week at number one for Lady. Lady, for so many years I thought I'd never find you. You have come into my life and made me whole. Just like starting over by John Lennon picks up two spots, Barbara Streisand and Barry Gibb and Pat Benatar all join the top 10 of the Hot 100 December the 13th, 1980. Wow, that was quick. Now we're already in 1992. The number three movie, Kevin Costner, Whitney Houston, The Bodyguard. Number two movie, dropping down from number one last week, if you remember, Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. And the new number one movie this week in 1992, You Can't Handle the Truth. Tom Cruise, Jack Nicholson, Demi Moore, A Few Good Men. You ever served in an infantry unit, son? No, sir. Ever served in a forward area? No, sir. Ever put your life in another man's hands, ask him to put his life in yours? No, sir. We follow orders, son. We follow orders or people die. It's that simple. Are we clear? Yes, sir. Are we clear? Crystal. All those having business with this general court martial, stand forward and you shall be heard. The facts of the case are these. On midnight of September 6th, the accused entered the barracks room with their platoon mate. They woke him up, tied his arms and legs with tape, forced a rag into his throat. A few minutes later, a chemical reaction caused his lungs to begin bleeding. He drowned in his own blood and was pronounced dead at 37 minutes past midnight. Do you think Santiago was murdered? Private Santiago is dead, and that is a tragedy. But he is dead because he had no code. He is dead because he had no honor. And God was watching. How do you feel about that theory? Sounds good to me. I'll knock it all down to involuntary manslaughter. No deal. We're going to court. No, you're not. Why not? Because you'll lose. You want to investigate me? Roll the dice and take your chances. I eat breakfast 300 yards from 4,000 Cubans who were trained to kill me. So don't think for one second you can come down here, flash a badge, and make me nervous. Your men follow orders or people die. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth. Son, we live in a world that has walls, and those walls have to be guarded by men with guns. Who's gonna do it? You! That if this case is handled in the same fast food, slick-ass, Persian bizarre manner with which you seem to handle everything else, then something's gonna get missed. In the heart of the nation's capital, in a courthouse of the United States government, one man will stop at nothing to keep his honor, and one will stop at nothing to find the truth. Happy birthday, Gen Xer Hank Williams III. Shelton Hank Williams, born December 12, 1972, known as Hank Williams III, is known for his fusion of traditional and honky-tonk country music with rockabilly and punk. He was the drummer of hardcore punk band 
Arson Anthem and the basis of Phil Anselmo's band Superjoint Ritual. He's released 11 studio albums, including five for Curb Records. Happy birthday, three. Taking a look at the pop charts for December 12th, 1992. Whitney Houston, I Will Always Love You, three peats at number one. There's no gains this week, except for the new entry. Everything else either stayed the same or went down. A lot of a lot of things falling down. But boys to men in the still of the night jumps from number eleven to number four. Meanwhile, December twelfth, nineteen ninety-two, on the mainstream rock charts, the Black Crows' "Hotel Illness" three peats at number one. The Jeff Healy Band jumps all the way from number eight to number two, and Peter Gabriel Steam enters the top ten of the mainstream rock chart December 12th, 1992, 31 years ago. On the alt-rock chart, Peter Gabriel Steam takes number one from Soul Asylum. Kind of fit in with the train theme there a little bit. The Lemonheads cover of Mrs. Robinson gains two spots. Can we listen to that? I really like their cover. All right, that's good. And the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Behind the Sun, enters the top 10 on the alt-rock chart, December 12th, 1992. Little bit of memes and mayhem from Dank Memes Melt Steel Beams. If you're a young person, ask a middle-aged man what music they listened to in the 90s. Let them talk for 30 minutes, act interested, and say, oh, wow. No way. That's so cool. After that, you can ask them for any favor. Uh, Yeah, it kind of works. It does. Yeah. On me, anyway. Sad news. We lost Andre Brower, known for his roles in Brooklyn Nine-Nine and Homicide, Life on the Street, passed away uh, at the age of 61. Rest in peace, Andre. You were a good man. From Roadies and Rockstars, yesterday was National Sound Check Day. One, two, one, two. 
Yeah, baby girl's having a little difficulty with this one from the weirding way. Apparently, the Irish word for Santa Claus literally translates to Daddy December. She doesn't know how she feels about that. She's struggling. From Jack Clouseau, all they ever wanted, all they ever needed is here in this car. And then Macaulay Culkin. From the food in my beard, this actually looks kind of tasty. A cheeseburger on a Rice Krispie Treat bun with peanut butter and bacon. It looks a little weird. But if I think about it, it sounds kind of good. Cursed AI, me, every time I see an Apple user. (laughs) Yellow penalty flag to be featured on the cover of Madden 25, according to the Babylon Bee. How many people wore Jinko jeans? Did you wear Jinkos? I had a couple of pair. I am very pro bell bottom baggy jeans. I this skinny jean, tight jean stuff is not for me. Sorry, not sorry. Status update on my side project, my side hustle, the digital marketing thing that I'm trying to build. <laughs> I have finished um, day one through three. I I finished up day three yesterday of my seven-day basic growth hacking course that I'm building. It's all written out. I've got it all written out, but now I just got to make it look pretty and add graphics and, you know, do the fonts and and stuff like that. I have one through three done and saved in PDF form and EPUB form, and I'm hopefully, if I get everything knocked out the rest of this week, should have a three-day weekend, and I will record the audio book version of the course this weekend and get that whole website up and running, hopefully within a week, sometime next week. Fingers crossed. Welcome to 1987, the number three movie this week, Wall Street. Number two movie this week in 1987, down from number one last week, if you remember. Three Men and a Baby. And the new number one movie this week in 1987, one of my all-time favorites, hilarious movie, Throw Mama from the Train. You lied to me. You're a good driver, Larry. Just shut up. Danny and Billy are on a wild chase to find DeVito's mama, and a wild and wicked mama she is. Oh, mama, you clumsy poop. What'd you do that for? It's a comedy, but Danny is actually trying to do the old lady in, and his pal Billy wishes he had never agreed to help. Happy birthday, Gen Xer Mayam Bialik. Mayam Chaya Bialik, born December 12th. 1975 from 91 to 95 she played the title character of blossom on nbc and then from 2010 to 2019 of course the neuroscientist amy farrah fowler on the big bang theory and now i think she's co-hosting jeopardy right with um 
Yeah, Ken Jennings. Happy birthday, ma'am. Meanwhile, on the pop chart for December 12th, 1987, George Michael Faith takes number one from Belinda Carlisle. Because I gotta have faith. Baby! <laughs> Richard Marks, Whitney Houston, and Jody Watley all gain one spot. George Harrison, I got my mindset on you, enters the top 10 of the Hot 100 on December 12th, 1987. 36 years ago. On the mainstream rock chart, Bruce Springsteen, Tunnel of Love, spends a fourth week at number one. Paul Carrick, Don't Shed a Tear, sneaks up one spot. Foreigner, George Harrison, and Pink Floyd all enter the top 10 of the mainstream rock chart. December 12th, 1987. More memes and mayhem. You remember that? That was the tank game for the Atari console, the OG gamer console. Here we go. I wrote a blog. Tuesdays, I always write a blog. Growth hacking this week. Bite-sized growth for curious minds. Yo, growth hackers, welcome back to the lab. This week's jam, the psychology of persuasion. Understanding how people think, make decisions, and respond to stimuli is the key to unlocking explosive growth. Buckle up. Because we're about to delve into the fascinating world of influencing behavior and driving action. Newsflash. Remember that time you bought that totally unnecessary gadget because of a captivating ad? You're not alone. Persuasion is a powerful tool. And brands are using it to their advantage. A study found that businesses that incorporate persuasion tactics into their marketing campaigns see an average revenue increase of 25%. Boom. You want some tools and tricks? Go read the blog post. I, uh, subscribe to it. Boom. Now we're in 1981. The number one movie this week Rollover, Jane Fonda and Chris Christopherson. The most erotic thing in their world was money. I checked the inflows to 21214. This isn't against the law. This isn't even a conspiracy. I'm still not sure I trust you, you know. That's a perfect partnership. Orion Pictures presents Jane Fonda, Chris Christopherson in an Alan J. Pakula film. Rollover. Money, capital, has a life of its own. It's a force of nature, like gravity, like the ocean. It flows where it wants to flow. There are risks involved. I've never been afraid of risks. They make the rules, and they can break them. You set me up, Max. It's not a fact. They make the deals, and they keep the secrets. I'll take my chances, and they'll have to take theirs. They watch the clock, but time is running out. Sell dollars. We've got a hundred million to dump. 
rollover. Come up with the 500 million, they'll take you seriously, all right. I feel like a beggar asking them for arms, and I hate it. That woman is not going to negotiate any deals for this management. Some people just don't understand business. It's not how you play the game, it's how you win it. I warn you on the problem. I am a bad person when I get in a corner. But if you think the only thing we've been doing together is business, one of us is a fool. By Yen Sterling Franks. Give me five and twenty. Okay, at forty, I'll sell you two. Quite a wobble in two one two one four. I have to know if the bank is rocky, losing money. It's where the money is going. And it's going through the basement. You can't do that. That's illegal. That is criminal. I'm afraid the matter is out of my hands now. You still don't understand the kind of people you're playing with. First thing tomorrow, I want all the locks in the house changed. Happy birthday, Gen Xer, Jennifer Conley. Jennifer Lynn Conley, born December 12, 1970, began her career as a child model before making her acting debut in the 1984 crime film Once Upon a Time in America. After a few more years of modeling, she began to concentrate on acting, starring in a variety of films, including the horror film Phenomena, the musical fantasy film Labyrinth, yes, great movie. The romantic comedy Career Opportunities and the period superhero film The Rocketeer, also a very good movie. She received praise for her performance in the science fiction film Dark City and played a drug addict in Requiem for a Dream, also an excellent, excellent movie. Happy birthday, sweetheart. Mm. Meanwhile, on the pop chart for December 12th, 1981, Olivia Newton-John locks down number one for a fourth week. Wind and Fire and Rod Stewart pick up two spots. Oh, reminds me of an old joke. You ever hear that one about the guy who blew a rod in his truck? <clears throat> Quarter Flash and Journey enter the top 10 of the Hot 100 on December 12th, 1981, 42 years ago. On the mainstream rock chart, the police take number one from Foreigner. The Jay Giles Band Centerfold jumps from number 10 all the way to number 5. We got time? Yeah, let's listen to a little bit of that. Yeah, my memory 
for some reason, every time I hear that song, I think about high school going on a basketball trip. I remember being on the basketball team and on the bus going to an away game and that song playing. For some reason, that memory is just stuck in my head forever every time I hear that song. Quarter Flash, Harden My Heart, enters the top 10 of the mainstream rock chart 42 years ago, December 12th, 1981. Memes and mayhem means we're getting ready to do a time slip. From Savage Sports, MMZ. The NFL rules explained, okay? If you have your right foot on the line, then it's a penalty. But if you have your left foot on the line, there's no penalty. See, it's all about which foot you have on the line of scrimmage. Gen X only, if you know what those are. You're Gen Xer. If you don't know what those are, those are little things that we used to put <laughs> in the middle of a 45 record so that we could play them on a record player. Because for some reason, the record companies decided to put big giant holes on the 45 records and little itty bitty holes on the albums. Don't make no sense. I don't get it, but that's just what they, I think it was to sell these things. I think that's all it was. It was a conspiracy to sell these little gadgets. From the smithereens, celebrating and missing our brother, our friend, our bandmate of 37 years, Pat Denizio. Rest in peace, my brother. Died on 12-12-2017. On this day in 1986, the Smiths played their final show at Brixton Academy, according to postpunk.com. Snapshot of Billy Corgan and Kurt Cobain from back in the day. Thank you, the grunge legends. Jumped all the way to the end of the Gen X timeline. This is 1999 and the number three movie this week, Rob Schneider. Deuce Bigelow, male gigolo. Number two, down from number one last week. We're getting a lot of that this show. Toy Story 2. And the new number one movie this week in 1999. One of the first DVDs I ever bought. I've watched this movie 300,000 times. I, I almost know it by heart. The Green Mile. Grossing... $23,902,122 this week in 1999. John Coffey, you have been condemned to die in the electric chair by a jury of your peers. Do you have anything to say before sentence is carried out? I'm sorry for what I am. I'm not going to have any trouble with you, big boy. Questions? Do you leave the light on after bedtime? Because I get a little scared in the dark sometimes. He came up here to see if I think he did it at all. I know violent men. I deal with them day in and day out. There doesn't seem to be any real violence in him. He was found with the victims in his arms. And yet you defended him. Everyone is entitled to defense. Take my hand, boss. You see for yourself.
tired, boss. I'm tired of being on the road alone as a sparrow in the rain. Mostly I'm tired of people being ugly to each other. On the day of my judgment, when I stand before God and he asks me why did I kill one of his true miracles, what am I going to say? You tell God the Father it was a kindness you done. Happy birthday, Gen Xer Ray Mysterio. Oscar Guterres Rubio, born December the 11th, 1974, better known by his ring name, Ray Mysterio, helped popularize Lucha Libre in the United States, which led to the rise of cruiserweight wrestling divisions, winning the WCW Cruiserweight Championship five times, the WCW World Tag Team Championship three times, and the WCW Cruiserweight Tag Team Championship once. Happy birthday, Ray Mysterio. Time to take a look at the pop chart for December the 11th, 1999. Santana and Rob Thomas Smooth sits at number one for an eighth week. Jessica Simpson and Donnell Jones both pick up two spots. LFO, Girl on TV, enters the top 10 of the pop chart on December the 11th, 1999. Meanwhile, on the mainstream rock chart, it is the 12th week at number one for Creed. Higher. Santana Everlast, Put Your Lights On, gains one spot. And Metallica, No Leaf Clover, enters the top 10 of the mainstream rock chart on December the 11th, 1999. 24 years ago. On the alt-rock chart, Creed Higher retakes number one from Bush. We just listened to that, so I don't want to play it again. The big gainer, well, the only other gainer <laughs> this week is Blink-182. All the small things. All the small things. True care, truth brings. I'll take one lift. You're right. Best trip. Always, I know you'll be at my show. Blink-182 still doing very well. They are currently number one on the alt-rock chart in 2023. No new entries to the top 10 back in 1999, but anything by Third Eye Blind did move up to number 11, so probably going to see them enter the top 10 next week. More memes and mayhem from Kansas City Chiefs fans. 
It's a picture of Taylor sitting at the football game wearing her Chiefs gear and uh, looking a little down. The caption is, when you realize you have to write a song about the referees. Uh... Congratulations to Andrew W.K. Got married to Kat Dennings over the weekend. Got pictures and everything. They're all on Instagram. Oh, she looks good. That's a nice, pretty vintage dress. There's a picture of the two of them. Congratulations, Andrew W.K. and Kat Dennings. From King FM. 80s girls, meet your kryptonite. I used to wear that a lot. That was my go-to back then. Polo, the big green bottle with the gold polo guy on it. That was the smell of the 80s. For guys, anyway. December the 11th, 1987. The last Grand National rolled off the assembly line. Pretty badass car for 1987, anyway. Mr. Bungle announced its first shows in Europe since the year 2000 to celebrate the 25th anniversary of Mike Patton's Apekic label. Is that how you pronounce it? The people have spoken. Elon Musk restored the X account for quote-unquote conspiracy theorist Alex Jones. Again, the media is like, after a non-scientific poll, like your polls are scientific. Shut up. Slipping back to 1993, the number three movie this week, Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit. The number two movie this week in 1993, dropping down from number one. I'm sensing a trend here. Robin Williams, Sally Field, Mrs. Doubtfire. And the new number one movie this week in 1993, you'll laugh again, you'll cry again, you'll hurl Again, Wayne's World 2, grossing $16,746,601. Paramount Pictures presents Extreme Closer! Wow! That was just like the first movie. Wayne, it's Heather Locklear. There is a God. Heather be thy name. And Garth. I feel weird. In their first movie since their last one. What's it called? It's called, uh, uh, it's called Wayne's World 2. Yes! Wow. People need to be entertained. They need the distraction. Welcome to Makita's. Uh, yes, uh, I'd like ruler, ugger ox, and a Makita cop. What? They've moved out of the basement. I'm what you call Sans parents. And into the spotlight. Yes, and could I please have a, a donut and a... Let me try to recap the order. A crawler, two sugar pucks, a Stanley cup, a large coffee with cream, a raspberry jelly donut, orange drink, and a box of five holes. Yeah. Thank you. It's the love affair of the year. I'm Honey. Horney. Nice to meet you, Miss Horney. Take me, Garth. Where? I'm low on gas and you need a jacket. <laughs> it's the fight of the decade. <laughs> Rock concert of the century. Mr. Campbell, you're serious about putting on a rock concert? Are you kidding? I'd give my right eye. 
It's Wayne. I promised myself I wouldn't cry. It's Garth. Party on. It's a whole new world. And it's Hurley your way. Wayne's World 2. I almost forgot. This year, Garth finally got pubes. It's the sequel you knew was coming. You didn't tell him about my pubes, did you? No, of course not. Happy birthday, Gen Xer Monique. Monique Angela Hicks, born December the 11th, 1967. Known as simply Monique. She's received various accolades, including an Academy Award, a BAFTA Award, a Golden Globe Award, a Screen Actors Guild Award, as well as nominations for a Primetime Emmy and a Grammy Award. Happy birthday, Monique. Taking a look at the pop chart for December the 11th, 1993, Janet Jackson again takes number one from Meatloaf. Mariah Carey Hero picks up two spots. Brian Adams, Rod Stewart, and Sting all together collaboratively singing the song All for Love enters the top 10 of the Hot 100. December the 11th, 1993. Meanwhile... On the mainstream rock chart, Pearl Jam Daughter repeats at number one. Don't call me daughter, not fits me. The picture kept will remind me. Don't call me daughter, not fits The picture kept will remind me. Don't call me daughter, not fits Brother Kane, that don't satisfy me, climbs two notches. Rush, Gin Blossoms, and Alice in Chains all enter the top 10 of the mainstream rock chart December the 11th, 1993. 30 years ago. On the alternative chart, the Lemonheads, Into Your Arms, sits at number one for a sixth week. Smashing Pumpkins today gains two spots. The Cure, Dead Can Dance, and R.E.M. with Natalie Merchant all enter the top ten. Can we listen to that Cure cover? They did a cover of Purple Haze.
I am a big fan of cover songs, and that one doesn't get enough recognition. Memes and Mayhem from Take These Broken Memes, Ja Yule. Ja Rule dressed up as Santa Claus. And that's it. Wow. We're already back to um, Monday's show. Thanks for making it this far. I really, really, truly do appreciate it. Jump on that Jet X train. Let's see if we can't grow my Twitter page. If you're not following me already, just jump on Twitter, also known as X. Thank you again, Elon, for rebranding Twitter after me. I do really, truly appreciate it. <laughs> I'm going to take credit for I'm going to keep taking credit for it until he personally says, stop saying that. Um, listen. It's going to be a couple of days until I talk to you again. Make sure you take care of yourself, all right? It's getting cold. Stay warm, all right? Take care of yourself first. And then if you got something left over, like an extra coat or an extra blanket or an extra pair of mittens or a wool hat that you're not wearing anymore, pass that forward to somebody in need, please, in your local area. Think local. No. Think global, but act local. If we all take care of our own little area, we all stay in our lane, the whole world will get better. Stop trying to fix things in other places. Just fix the stuff that's right around you that you can reach. I love you, each and every one of you. I do. You're just another version of me. I am you. You are me. We are all together. You take care of yourself and you love yourself then you're taking care of me and you're loving me. And so I appreciate that. I'll talk to you again on Saturday, the Super Saturday Fun Time Show. Yay! Love you. Bye-bye.